Hey, y'all, this is Bunny Hearts. And this is The Rugged, and you're listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWG, thetruth.com. The best internet radio station on the planet. Yep. Hi, I'm Bridget Harrington, and I'm here to interview Morris Day, lead singer of the time. Mr. Day, how are you? Need you ask? I take it then you're fine. Yes, I've been told that. Okay. Tell me, are you really so cool? Is money green? <laughs> when did you first notice your coolness? I didn't. The doctor did. You see, most people are born in birthdays. I was born in a zoo suit. Gotcha, joking. Baby, I ain't got time to joke. What time is it anyway? It's time for us to continue this interview. How does the time go about generating such a funky sound? Me, well, I know you didn't say funk. Well? Let me just say one thing. Funk is dead. Funk is something you can learn in school. And ain't nothing funky about being cool. Grace. Okay, but my name is Bridget. Oh, I'm sorry. It seems your image has a lot to do with your approach to music. Your clothes, for example. My clothes, for Hold on, let, let me just say something to all the fellas out there. Take off them blue jeans and them new wave clothes and go get you some baggies. It's about the freedom, right? In other words, stay at the hotel with the biggest ballroom. Don't get me wrong, some of my best friends wear blue jeans. I'm just not ever seen with them. What time is it? Why are you so concerned with the time? Because I got somewhere to go. Where's that? To the top, Johnny. I told you, my name is Brigitte. Sorry, love. I don't think I like you at all. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we close this interview? Yes. What's your phone number? Okay, we are back. KCWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm always excited to welcome this crew back. I mean, they were here a few months ago, and the last time we left our superheroes, they had just embarked upon respective solo projects, and then they had put out something together under the banner of Official Biz. They be handling that biz, y'all, and they're back for a brand new project that I'm really excited for y'all to hear about. You got to hear about what they've been up to since the last time they were here. So, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, our good sister, Bunny Hearts, and the good brother, The Rugged. Bunny, The Rugged, are you back? What up? What up? (laughs) What's pop locking, y'all? What's happening down in Southern Cali? Oh shoot, we just trying to, you know, keep it hot, man. That's what that's what Cali is known for. Great weather and great music. We just trying to, you know, keep it hot and keep it live, you know? Oh man, I thought Cameo was known for keeping it hot, man. Official biz be keeping it hot too. On the regular. (laughs) On the regular. On the one for fun like the Daz band. How you doing, Bunny Hearts? 
Oh, pretty good. Thank you for having us again. It's always a pleasure to come back and talk to you. Oh, it's always fun. This is a very exciting project, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm not oh, even yeah. put my hand to talk about. I'm gonna let them talk about it. I have something <laughs> coming up this Friday that is absolutely amazing. Uh, who wants to talk about that and continue this amazing connection y'all have with the beautiful city of Minneapolis? Who wants to take that one? Um, I'll go first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this show is is uh, the live show for Jellybean Johnson's um, Get Experienced album. So he came out with a debut album last year, which was well-received. Um, it is called Get Experienced. I don't know if you get the reference from the Jimi Hendrix experience yes. kind of thing because um funny yes. can you do us the honors of please telling us one more time who is Jellybean Johnson and his significance in the world of music yes and so with Jellybean Johnson is the iconic drummer for uh the time with Morris Day and the time you know uh prodigy of Prince uh and the rebel uh Prince I mean and then so now he actually in this album, um, he only plays uh, the guitar. The guitar. He's also um, he's also a bona fide, recognized guitar player and producer in the industry, mm -hmm. um, dating back to the '80s, where he actually produced songs for Alexander O'Neill, yes. uh, New Edition. Uh, Jan Janet Jackson's number one song, Black Cat. Black he Cat. That. Yes. Absolutely. He produced that song. Uh, you Can Be Mine from the Control album, Janet Jackson. Um, he he actually, um, you know, discovered the group Mint Condition. Come on. And so, uh, so we're going to be singing songs from all those uh, songs that he produced or performed with. Uh, during the show in Minneapolis, and we will be joined on stage by a wonderful artist. His name is L.A.W. Law. He's from Brooklyn, New York. Mm. Um, we will we arrange the show, um, uh, the Rogan and I, and it's going to be a really dynamic show. We, we're going to put on, we're going to represent the West Coast. Come on. Official biz, original songs being played live for the first time along with Jelly Bean and Law. And um, we're going to rep the West, like I said, but also, you know, uh, lift up the East. Absolutely. And with that said, I'm going to give it to the rugged and, you know, tell them some more about what's <laughs> you, going on. You said it all. I mean, it's like, um, it's going to be fun. You know, it's, it's, it's Jelly Bean Johnson. Um, he's like, that's my favorite band of all time. Morris Day in the Time. Yes, sir. Uh, legendary. Iconic. But Rugged, how in the world did Official Biz meet Jelly Bean Johnson? How did that even happen? Are you ready? Yes, please. <laughs> it's a long story, yeah. but not really. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Check this out. Yes. Uh, um, 2000, um, and, and you know, I think I told some of this story before when I was here, but it's probably some new people that might want to check this one out. Absolutely. All check right, it check it out. 2012. Uh, Fisher Biz performing at this club in Rancho Cucamonga, California, uh, called Rapport, right? Great club, real elegant joint and all that. So um, we're in there. Uh, big shout out to my man, Tim Stansel from uh, uh, Stansel in, um, Entertainment and Enterprises because he booked us. Anyway, check it out. Right on. Um, so we got there and we performing and stuff and everything is good. You know, we having a good time. It was our first time performing at this fancy club. Jesse Johnson walks through the door. Now, Anybody who knows the rugged knows I'm the biggest fan boy of Jesse Johnson. Like 
I hopped <laughs> off the purple train and got on the pink train. You know what I'm saying? That, <laughs> yeah, that kind of fandom, you know? Right, right. So he walked to the door. I'm on stage. I stopped playing. Like, wow. Wow. You know, it's really him. So, you know, the lead singer at the time nudged me like, man, why you stop playing? I was like, oh, okay. So I hop off stage. <laughs> I hop off stage and I run to the VIP so I could just, hey, Mr. Johnson, oh God, you know. And he's like, don't call me Mr. Johnson. You make me sound like an old man. I was like, oh, okay, Jesse, cool. So, you know, <laughs> real quick. So we chop it up. We asked to get on stage. We jam together. Oh, the funny part of that story is when Bunny walks up, I say, hey, Bunny, <laughs> this is Jesse Johnson. And she's like, hello, like, you know. I said, nope. hey, Jesse. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the show. Bye. Yeah, like that. I'm like, wow. you know who this is? You know, <laughs> I said, this is like Jesse. Cut him, Jesse. That Jesse. Cut him, Jesse. Yeah. That's Jungle Love Jesse. Yes, it <laughs> is. Bird Jesse. Yes, it is. You know? <laughs> I did not know. Can you wow. Be your man, Jesse. You know what I'm saying? Right. Free right. world, Jesse. You Free know? world, Jesse. Yeah, so she was like, oh, oh. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, so, that, that's night, That's nights like this, Jesse. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't know who yeah. wrote that for yeah, uh, Chapter 7. That. Yeah, he wrote oh, that. Wow. Yeah, he wrote that. So check it out. So anyway, we jam. Is I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm on stage jamming with an icon like Jesse Johnson. Wow. And also Bobby Ross Avila was on stage. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He was on stage with us. So I'm up there jamming on bass. I get this tap on my shoulder. Trust me, I'm getting to the jelly bean thing. So, I but yeah, I, I, I feel a tap on my shoulder. This dude, like, man, can I jam and play your bass? I'm thinking I'm gonna turn around to sock whoever this is messing up my dream. You know, <laughs> I turn around, it's Raphael Sadiq. Ah, <laughs> tap me on the shoulder, ask me, can I sit in? I'm like, sure, man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I go hop on keys. So anyway, we uh, jam at the end of the night. Justin said, here's my number, and he gives me his number. I'm like, oh, wow, Jesse Johnson gave me his number. Wow. Okay, that's 2012. Hmm. Um, a couple of texts in between then and now, like, happy birthday. We got, like, we shared the same birth month. And you're like, thanks, man. And that was it. We never even talked, right? Mm -hmm. Fast forward to 2019, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2019 is when Jesse was the headliner at the, the Paisley Park show, right? So I saw he was doing that. And so I text him and say, hey, man, this is Dwayne. I don't know if you, you remember me or whatever. You know, I just want to wish you good luck on your performance, right? No response. Um, cool, whatever. Hmm. So next day, phone rings. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm looking at the color ID like it must be a butt dial, right? Uh -huh. So it's Jesse Johnson. And he hops on the phone like we've been talking the whole time. Hey, D, what's going on, man? Blah, blah, blah. This and that and the other. You know, so I'm like sitting there still on shock status while he's talking to me. I'm texting Bunny. Guess who I'm on the phone with? You know, <laughs> so he's like telling me that he may need a bass player to sit in every once in a while with his band or whatever. And then he asks me, hey, uh, man, you know any keyboard players? I'm like, oh, here we go. You no, know, I don't know. I don't know if I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I. Yeah, <laughs> so that's gonna be a tough one for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I had two in the band at the time. You know, Roddy Thomas, that was in the Fisher Biz at the time, and, and Bunny. So okay. I sent him a video of each one. He chose Bunny, right? Mm -hmm. And so and he was super adamant about it. Like he, he said, "Can you talk to her for me?" I said, "Yeah, I'm headed to her house. I'll be there in 20 minutes." Mm -hmm. So I leave the house 10 minutes later. Have you talked to her yet, man? 
what? And I'm like, dude, uh, I'm on my way there now, you know. Hey, Bunny Hearts, he was yeah, after yeah. you. Yeah, so, so let me get it, let me move it. So yeah, he was after her. <laughs> but anyway, that was the thing that led up to her traveling to Japan. Remember that part? Yeah. I do. Yeah, remember that? So she went and did a few dates with him in Japan. Anyway, yeah. while she was over there, she hooked up with? Uh, Neil Richards, who, who was the manager for the family. He was actually part of the promoting promoter team that uh, that was responsible for Jesse Johnson uh, going to Japan, hmm. but he uh, we just happened to sit you know on our flight from Osaka to Tokyo next to each other, and he was curious about who I was and what I was doing, and and he and I told him, and um, he was just such a nice person. He's like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to introduce you to some people, maybe give you, you know, I don't know how it's going to pan out, but like, I'm going to introduce you to some people that I know who introduced me to Chris Arnell, who's with Real Music Radio, hmm. who uh, is uh, owned by Jeff Luna. And so by way of whatever degrees of separation that is, mm-hmm. um, Jeff Luna approached us and said, he, we, I've heard all your music and I'm discovering them. I would love for you guys to produce Jelly Bean's next album or produce next uh, some songs on his album. Mm. So we submitted some songs and he they like, you know, three or four of them. And so we're that's going to be the other thing. And then, oh, by the way, there's a show. <laughs> there's going to be a show in Minnesota. This and this date. Would you guys be interested? And we were like, Hmm. of course yeah, yeah sure yeah. so um wow. there's a lot of other things you know with the n- new album coming yeah. hmm. uh so it's just gonna be like really really just busy trying to um finish all these projects but the most uh, the most uh pressing right now is getting to minneapolis yeah, yeah. i'll re- rewind it a little bit because like she okay. said um you know neil richards who manages the family introduced uh bunny to chris arnell who runs the real music radio station which is owned by jeffrey luna who is the manager of jellybean johnson mm. okay do, do, do the audience a favor tell us who the family is the family is uh paul peterson saint paul who used to actually be in the time during the ice cream castle days yes sir and then it was Susanna, which is wendy's uh sister wendy from the revolution Yes. And Jelly Bean played and Jelly drums. Bean played drums. Yeah. And Jerome was actually in the group too, along with Eric Leeds. Right on. Yeah. So right that's on. who the family is. So yeah, so that's how it all parlayed. You know, uh, Neil introduced her to Chris, who introduced her to Jeffrey, who's the manager of Jelly Bean Johnson and owns the real music radio station. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? Pull the trigger, man. A visual business mm-hmm. looking for management, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we 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 took care of that business. So wow. so he's so Jelly Bean Johnson's manager is also our manager. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a yeah. twist of fate, man. Yeah. I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad you shared that whole story. Okay, so Bunny got that call. Okay, so you didn't recognize Jesse at the moment when you met him. <laughs> so yeah. describe Well, he wasn't screen. wearing pink and you know the curls were gone and right. Right. And he probably wasn't holding his guitar at the guitar. moment you met him, right? So yeah. I it, that, could, was, like, that could happen to anybody. Yeah, anybody. anybody. He was still sharp wearing a suit, yeah. okay. real sharp. Okay. Yeah. Well, compare and contrast that. When you met Jelly Bean in person for the first time, the rugged and you, Bunny, what, what was it like this time? You knew who he was, right? Oh, we still haven't met him. Yeah, we ain't met him yet. What? That's the, that's the killer part. We'll <laughs> let you know. 
we'll, we'll let, let you know, know in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is gonna be- it's gonna be yeah. a raw one. It's raw. Like, Everything has been like yeah. you know talking uh, with Jeff Luna, who is the manager, wow. yeah. and um, just you know everything was um, being t- handled remotely, hmm. and uh, can't wait to just kind of like yeah. see it come see it to fruition when yeah, we absolutely. see him in a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna land. Um, we land in Minneapolis on the 18th and go right to rehearsal. Yeah, we're gonna hit the ground running there. Yeah. yeah. And that'll be the first time you meet him. Yep. Even spoke to him. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. See, what was beautiful about this story, as crazy as that sounds, Rugged and Bunny, that just speaks to you. This is happening on the strength of y'all's talents. Just right. solely that. Right. Because, I mean, obviously you have to have some personality for people to even want to mess with you. But mm. this is just on the strength of how good y'all are. Oh, yep. thank you. Thank but you. I think what thank it is, though, if I may add, Rome, I, I think that's like a, for inspiration wise for people who 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 think like, oh, I don't want to put any music. I'm not good enough or mm. I shouldn't do it yet. I don't have any following or I shouldn't do it yet. Nobody's listening to me. When we first started this in 2017, we were a cover band and we were like, you know what we have so much talent like surrounding us we know so many people mm-hmm. we need to do our own original stuff and we were like well we don't know anybody we're not connected blah 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 so we just decided to put it out there if you're good and it's there's something that you believe in somebody will love it you're going to touch someone and yeah. like look look at fast forward two to three years it led to something to something to something to something and so right. um but you won't ever know unless you do it yep Hmm. just put it out there if you believe in yourself uh because no one will think of it for you right. <laughs> it has to be you yeah. that has to you know initiate you have uh, to, be the engine to put it out there yeah, yeah you have to be the engine you have to the, and we did yeah we did that i mean you remember like when we first talked rome about mm-hmm. you know the whole brown mark thing and that ah, started yes from, that started from um, you know, Bunny putting out a single. The first, the first ever. go. You know, the first, right? The first go we did, and the phone rang. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that, I, I, I second that with Bunny. Just try. Everybody should just try. I know it's trying times. I know things are tough, but don't let what's going on keep you from going on. Mm. Say that. And not only yeah. that is that. Um, sometimes, you know, first time, second time, third time. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've seen a new wonderful artist and they're on their fourth or fifth EP. Yep. And so mm-hmm. like that, I, I'm, I'm equating that to anyone. Is there's just such a big, vast world out there mm-hmm. that somebody sometime is bound to discover you if you have something really great to share, whether mm-hmm. it's on your fourth or fifth album. But if you quit on that first one, mm-hmm. you'll never know. Wow. Well, uh, that is, you, y'all are dropping bars on Psychotic Bump School. Let me tell you, <laughs> y'all dropping some straight bars. But what you just said was you 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 learn the journey by walking it and staying yes. the course, basically, right? Yeah. Yes. Staying the course. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I know we talked about this before, but, you know, for all the, the lay and upstart musicians out there, Bunny and Rugged, was there ever any doubt that this would ever happen for you? And man, you probably didn't think it would happen in quite this way. Always but, doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, always, always doubt it. See? Yeah. You always see? think, uh, why am I even doing this? Yeah. We, we've had plenty of why bother. Always. Why bother moments. Why you know bother moments. Yeah. Wow. Plenty of those. Ignore. Don't listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Don't listen to it. But Bunny oh. said something really important, Rugged. She said, it don't matter if you, 
you because some people do get caught up on man i only have 200 followers you know right. no, nobody's really checking for this you know what i'm saying so how did you was there ever a moment when y'all experienced that and how did you overcome it i mean i know you're saying you persevered through it but can you describe what those moments may have been like for y'all well well i think that it, those moments i have to dig backwards and say i got over that and i use my past victories to fuel my my future intentions mm. you know and that's the way i do it bunny may do it her way and you know whatever it is to fuel your fire you need to find it and i've been through like a lot of tough times but that's mm. just it i've been through been a lot through of tough times mm. i got over it it's an obstacle over under it around it or through it Come on. But it's it's not like a deal breaker. It's not like a wall that you just can't, you know, get around or go through or whatever. So that's what I do. Wow. Yeah. So, Bunny, I mean, you have to scale that wall like the rugged says sometimes, Bunny. How you do it? Yeah. Well, when we I'm uh, I'm a very tactical, <laughs> strategic person. When I when uh, the rugged came to me and he put some a task in front of me and he said, I have this project. I want to create original music. Um, I want you to come back to Official Biz and help me with it. Mm. And at that time, I had just finished grad school, and I was like, "Hmm." Grad school for what? what? I, for MBA bez- business. Oh, yeah. right on, right on. Yeah, and um, I was like, "Now, now, what do I do?" <laughs> so I mm-hmm. said, "I think this is the perfect time." And so, so I looked at that and I said, "So we need music." we need equipment, we need social media following. So I just made a list of all the things that we needed. Equipment check, I bought some uh, equipment, studio, um, you know, the keyboards, following. Okay, I have 35 followers on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And I have about a few hundred on Facebook. Okay, let's work on that. So worked on that. To this day, I have almost 15,000 followers on Instagram and growing. Um, Yeah. And true engaged ones, you know, it's like really hard. You know, some people like want to buy their engagement, but that's not true engagement. And you it really doesn't equate to, you know, then, you know, spins or anything. You want to buy your engagement? What do you mean by that? Well, there are some people (laughs) who, uh, you know, buy followers. Oh, and I would gotcha. never recommend that to anyone because those are it's not gonna it's only gonna show that you have those uh, followers, but they're not engaged with you. Okay, so, so you saying yours are organic? Yes, from thirty five to uh, almost fifteen thousand, and I have an algorithm. Maybe that's another show, you know, which mm. I've learned um, <laughs> on how to engage followers on Instagram. Yep. But mm. um, so we have our engagement, and so now. All of a sudden, they know about us. Hey, official biz, what are you guys doing? And what do you, when when is it? You know, when's the music? Like we put up videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we have fans who are anticipating our music every time we have something new, or when we have video that comes up, or when we have a show. Where can you guys please come to Atlanta? So things like that. So we wow. came a long way. We need to scale it up more. You know, there's a lot of work to do because. Um, there's a lot more music coming and stuff, but I think that comes with more um, with the more work that we do. We have a lot of other projects to do, and mm-hmm. uh, we have other artists that we're working with. Yep. Um, so it's just um, it's Climb. it's it's a process. Yeah. 
No, st- I mean, it's a good problem to have, right? To be so busy and to be spending so many days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rugged, does, does it ever get overwhelming for you, Rugged, to have so many things going on at the same time? Yeah. I, and But that's the fuel I'm talking about. I mean, I could not be busy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's the one thing I could not be busy. Sometimes I, I get overwhelmed. Yeah, that's the truth. But mm. at the same time, at least it's something overwhelming me. I'd rather be, you know, busy and overwhelmed than idle right and and depressed because i'm not doing what i'm doing you know what i mean so what's the overwhelming i mean do you have deadlines i mean you're trying to produce a volume of content in a span of time you got a time window what what what's the pressure the pressure is that when you set your own deadlines and timelines you know that is the pressure because you know you're 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 on the incline always you know, if I say I want to drop three albums with three different artists in three months, you know, it, mm. it can get overwhelming. And that's but that's the goal. And I always say, like, if you aim for perfection, you miss and hit excellence. Come on. Yeah. So and, you dropping bars. I'm going to have to steal that right now. Right? <laughs> but, wow. you know, that's, that's just experience. You know, it's, right. I, I set some impossible type of goal. And like I said, if I miss, I look great. You know what I'm saying? I wow, rather dude. look great, but uh, a lot of people don't see that. They'll they'll miss the goal and be like, "Oh, why bother?" And I've mm-hmm. had plenty of those those things, but mm-hmm. I, I ain't trying to be Eeyore, you know, with Winnie the Pooh. Oh, bother! I ain't trying to do all that. I'm trying to be not the Eeyore. Not you know, the Eeyore, <laughs> man. I ain't trying to do that. That's my guy, you know. But um, wow. I, I just think that you know people need to focus on you know the other side of the finish line. Try to break the tape and whatever it is you do and the overwhelming part is mm. the fuel you know what i mean because you could not be overwhelmed that's the thing you know people don't appreciate being too busy mm. you know because that's a good thing if especially if it's something that you have a passion for right right so you know if it's something that you know you really want and it comes easy then you haven't achieved it the great david boy said if uh you're not afraid you're not learning Ooh. I can't have to I have to keep remembering that because we're going yeah. to Minneapolis and yeah. I'm like, this is Minneapolis. It's like the, the funks, you know, capital yeah. of the world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also Rome, like I just found out the other day that the funkiest keyboardist ever, probably in the whole wide world, Monty Moore, is Ooh. was invited and he's gonna be there. Oh my god. And yeah. you know, I'm gonna be it's just I'm gonna lose my mind probably, but I'm just gonna I have to keep it together. And so, like what he said about David Bowie, if you're not uncomfortable, yeah, it, you're not being challenged, you're yeah. not doing something great. So yeah. I have to keep repeating that in yeah. my head. So, yeah. so it's yeah. not to freak out. Yeah, don't freak out because you know, I, I tell her all the time, and this is the pressure, no pressure thing. Mm-hmm. When you think of Minneapolis, you think of like the funk synth, you know what I mean? Guitar, mm-hmm. synth, and all that. Bass players, we get a little props out there, you know. But um, yeah, come on. I mean, Prince made synth funk like household. Yes. You know what I mean? And exactly. she's going to mm-hmm. the town where synth funk is the thing. Wow. So, and wow. for those who don't know who Monty Moore is, Mo- Moyer. Mo- 
more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, he's the keyboardist for the time. Absolutely iconic. Yeah, yeah. Iconic. He that was opposite of Jimmy Jam. He's the guy on the other side of the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The short white dude. There yes, is. there you there go. Short white guy. They were called Flight Time back in the yeah. day, and I remember mm-hmm. was it Terry or Jimmy? Maybe they said they heard this cat sitting at a keyboard at a gymnasium or something. He sounded no. They were at a nightclub and they saw Monty Moore for the first time, and he oh. was killing some Bobby Caldwell. Yeah, and they were like, "Who is this guy?" Because a lot of people don't realize that Monty. I mean, all these cats are super talented. I mean, yeah, he so all the time. But oh. apparently, Monty Moyer can sing as well. Yeah, so, yeah that's what I heard. Thank you. I mean, thank you for this conversation. Thank you for this update. This All really right. positive, uplifting, inspirational, um, just internally, eternally inspiring story of the, the trajectory of y'all's career. Y'all are really flying, and you're literally about to get on the plane to jam with Jelly Bean Johnson with Monty Moore in the audience, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to wish y'all and pray for traveling mercies for the both of you that you have yeah. some incredible rehearsals, some amazing shows, and you get everything out of this that you hope it is intended to be. What's the best way for people to follow the Rugged and Bunny Hearts and Official Biz? How can we keep in touch with y'all? Um, we are at Official Biz Music at anywhere, uh, at Official Biz Music in Instagram at Bunny Hearts Music on Instagram, at The Official Rugged on Instagram. On Facebook, if you do a search for Official Biz Music, Bunny Hearts yeah. Music, mm-hmm. The Official Rugged, we show up. So yeah. that's the easiest way. Um, and then I just wanted to also say for tickets for Minnesota, I don't know if it's uh, for those, if, if it reaches uh, Minneapolis, if you're interested, it's uh, www.first. Um, hyphen avenue.com and then um, it'll take you to uh, go look at um, August 20th which is Friday it's yes. the get experienced with Jelly Bean Johnson show and yeah. Eelism is opening for him a wonderful hip hop neo soul group and um, with Jelly Bean and Official Biz and LAW from Brooklyn New York well that's our show y'all psychotic bump school is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul my name is dj rome and you know we're here every monday evening from 5 30 p.m to 7 p.m pacific time also want to thank our very special guest for the evening coach b brian young out of texas and of course bunny hearts and Dwayne cousins the rugged of official biz also want to send a very special shout out to mr frank starks who is the iron man behind the board And we're out of here, y'all. Take care.